0: Hi, beautiful, and welcome to Self-Carve, a podcast all about self-love and success. I'm your host, Ivana Ritchie, and I'm here because I want you to have it all. I don't want you to settle for less. I want you to carve yourself and create the life of your dreams. And because of this, not only will I be sharing my knowledge with you, but I'll be inviting some amazing women who are all highly successful and they'll be sharing their stories with you as well. A woman who's self-carved knows that there's nothing she can do to change her past, but that she has all the power and all the magic to create the best version of herself and attract anything that she desires from a man to money to whatever, right? So I'm so happy that you're here. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Self-Carved. Today I have a wonderful guest with me. Her name is Linda Garcia. We will be talking about the importance of self-care and also extending it to the importance of how bringing it into the school system would make a huge difference. So Linda is doing a lot is a wonderful, incredible woman. She's been teaching for 15 years. She has a master's degree. She is currently a Reiki practitioner. So she's all about energy work, energy healing, which is so beautiful. She's currently working on starting a business, but she's also had successful businesses in the past. And she's super involved with kids, helping them to love themselves. She's doing all kinds of mindfulness work. So I'm just super blessed and super excited to have her here today. Thank Welcome, you. Linda. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let us know what is going on over there. You're in Miami. Yes. Right? <laughs> so what's happening with the with the hurricane, all that? Oh, are you and your family and everybody safe? How is that experience? Oh, well, been? Thankfully, it has been
1: a lot calmer than what we expected it to be. Um, Never a dull moment down here. We definitely um, are in the line of fire when it comes to hurricanes. But um, thankfully, this time around, it got very close to us, but it just missed us. So all we got was an extra day off work and school and some wind, nice breeze to kind of take a walk in. So we were out in the
0: clear for that one, thankfully. That's, that's awesome. So so good to hear. So good to hear. So what else? What else? What's going on in Miami? A lot of people, they are truly fascinated by that city. I know I lived there for two years and I loved it. But for the woman who hasn't been there, what, what what would you say is your favorite part about the city? So
1: I was born and raised here. So I've been here my entire life and through all the changes that have occurred down here, I can honestly say it's such an amazing place. I love that it's beautiful and diverse and just so rich in culture. I mean, one block, you know, you're you're getting to know about one culture Mexican, another block you're in Peruvian, another one is Cuban, and you just get a little sample and taste of everywhere, of every continent on this planet it's such an amazing place to live i think it's um, so magical for women in particular i mean you come down here and you just feel beautiful you know you're surrounded by beauty you're you're feeling great there's lush nature due to our tropical climate that always keeps everything so beautiful and our skin so moist with the humidity
0: you are <laughs> going to have
1: to use some extra hair care products i'm not going to lie however <laughs> <laughs> you, you just feel great. It's, it's such a great vibe down here. You know, there's so much going on. It's like, you know, an, a teachable moment on every corner, you know, if you have children. um. So I just, I think it's a magical place to come, to visit, to live in, to experience. And, you know, for the line of work that I'm in, it's definitely a great way to see who really needs my kind of message you know what I mean it's it's so many different people coming from so many different places that my message can relate on so many different levels
0: yes yes I love that and I love the fact that you know if you want if you want party if you want movement it's easy to find but also there's so many uh, tranquil and and, and um, peaceful places there too oh, yeah. so it's Definitely. it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's, uh, it's such an amazing place oh, I yeah. totally agree take a 20 minute drive
1: so, you know east and you're sitting on these beautiful beaches watching the sunrise I mean it's just amazing yes. out
0: here absolutely absolutely so you were mentioning that where you are it's a great place for the type of message you're wanting to spread to the world and you're able to see who 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 in particular your message is relating to what what were you talking about there and what what is your message
1: so my message um while I'm still ironing out the kinks right because I'm still learning um what my message is to myself but I think it's important to just get the conversation going with our kids with our young crowd our younger generations i mean even starting as young as three years old when they can look in the mirror and see themselves i think it's important to let them know that it's okay to be who they are who they want to be it's okay to be heard it's okay to be seen um, and more than anything, you know, do it all while you're still loving yourself and i proud of yourself and, and going for the things that you feel the fire for inside your soul. Um, it's something that I didn't learn until I like to say recently. I mean, I'm not talking about a week ago, but definitely not, you know, when I was in elementary school, like my students are so. You know, what I try to, to tell my students on a regular basis is to believe in yourself, you know, to go for what you know and what makes your, your heart smile is what I always like to tell them.
0: Yes, I, I love that so much. Do you or did you, did, did you start off this way when you started teaching? Was this the reason why you wanted to teach in the first place or has this been something that has kind of evolved as you have? grown into, you know, a more mature version of yourself and gone on your own life path? Or has this always been a part of you and you wanted to get into this profession so you can get this message? across. See, what's great about that question is
1: that it has always been a part of me. I just didn't know why until a handful of years ago. That's what really strikes me about reflection, right? Um, I do a lot of reflection. Mm -hmm. And um, when I first started, you know, 15 years ago, I've actually been in the system for longer than that, because I started as um, what they call a paraprofessional, which is like a teacher's aide, a teacher's assistant. And it's just something that I've always wanted to be. This is my dream. You know, I've, Since I, as far as I can remember, since I can speak and teach to my stuffed animals in my room, you know, a teacher is, is what mm-hmm. I wanted to be. I just Never knew why I had that calling, that strong passion in my heart. And now I know. Now I know. And, and with every new um, discovery I make about myself and about the world and, and conversations I have with my students, that vision, that, that, that uh, clarity, if you will, becomes more evident. You know, that the reason why I've had such a strong passion, and I tried to leave the profession, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I, I did try to leave the profession thinking, oh, you know, it doesn't make money. So let me go off and do something that makes money, which works for many people. I mean, there's mm-hmm. teachers on a regular basis that leave this profession because it just doesn't cut it, you know? And I understand that completely. There are valid reasons. But it didn't work for me. I kept coming back. And everybody would laugh at me and make fun of me. Every time I would go back to the school, they'd be like, hey, you're back again? I'm like, yeah, I just, I can't leave. There's something about this. <laughs> and the more I I, I sat with that thought that I'm coming back the more I realized you know there's more to this profession for me this is this is a way that I can reach children that I can help them grow up to be adults better than what I was you know or am if you will um you know where Mm -hmm. I can reach parents because I think that you know while I want to reach these kids I definitely want to reach out to these parents because they're the ones that are continuing the process that I give to their children at school, you know, go home and continue this. This is this is the the method that might work better for you and and so on and so forth. And I I really have found such a great joy in working on this level, you know, like completely changing my perspective on what teaching truly is. You know, there there is such a negative connotation with this profession these days. And again, I, I get it, you know, they're valid points. We underappreciated, underpaid, overworked, you know, all these things going on. And now with all these dangerous mass shootings going on in, in our own schools, I mean, it's it's scary. And teachers are like, really? I mean, mm-hmm. this is what I have to go through. So there is a lot of that heaviness going on. And I promise you that through that heaviness. I walk into my classroom every day with a smile from ear to ear. And I greet those children like if what I am doing is the best thing in the world, because I think it is. Mm. And what other profession, that. you know, makes the kind of stamp in the world that this does? I'm not saying that there isn't, but this one is one of those that has a big impact. And I'm, it's just, I'm so honored. I'm so honored to be able to to do this work every day.
0: Mm. I love that so much. You're giving me Ooh, goosebumps thanks. talking about it. Can you <laughs> <truly> feel... <laughs> Can feel the passion? Oh, thank you. <laughs> for sure. Well, you uh, you make me want to bring up a few different things. But one, I think just to note and just like a side comment to how you were explaining how such of a big passion this is for you so my 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 idea of self-love and success is always that this is something that is individual and I think that people get confused today because they're looking at like the majority whatever majority is doing or whatever is being reported and we look at numbers and we look at situations and then we just say this goes Mm -hmm. for everyone so I think it's easy for people to give up and I think it's easy for people to stop doing what they love sometimes which I really really honor you that you that you haven't because they they hear stories and they see what majority uh, of people are doing right but you are able to create your own success and you don't you don't see yourself as less worthy or less successful because you're staying in a profession that has a lot of talk around it so I think it's super cool that you are truly standing up for it because I feel like a lot of people are either downplaying their profession or they are they are there, but then they're right. not fully present because they're thinking about that they should have a different reality. So I really love how, how, how you're fully embracing it. And then you are doing whatever else you think right. is important. Well, I went through that. Uh, uh, yeah, I went through that. Don't get
1: me wrong. I, I, yeah. I went through that phase of, you know, I, I drank the Kool-Aid, as everybody says, right? This. This is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I refuse. And that's when I, I think that was a time in my life when I lost sight of what I, what I wanted um, for myself in this world, what my purpose was, what, what my calling was, you know, and it's not to say that it's super clear now, but it's a hell of a lot clearer now than it was, you know, five years ago Um, because I was in that right. mix, you know, I was frustrated. I was at an age where I'm like, I want more, I want more money. You know, because, yeah, money is what it is. That's Mm -hmm. where it's at. No, that's not where it's at. Because then you have the money, (laughs) but if you don't fulfill your heart, then you're just going to be just as miserable as you were, you know, without the money. Um, People, you know, can sometimes have reservations about the hard work that it takes to go into something like this. to To stay into something because that's where your heart's at. You know, it's hard work for me every day. I work long hours. Yes, my teaching hours are 830 to 3. But I can promise you that I'm not there 8.30 to 3. You know, I'm there as early as I can be and as late as I can be, you know, without jeopardizing, Mm -hmm. you know, any other relationships I have in my life. But I'm into it. I come home and and I'm inspired and I watch programs on TV and it'll, you know, bring up an idea of what I want to do in class. You know, I was literally watching a Lego um, documentary the other night. And I couldn't wait to go online because I'm like, that's it. I'm <laughs> buying Legos for my kids because they're going to create. That's what I want them to do is create. <laughs> so it just, it comes, wow, it so comes awesome. up everywhere. <laughs> and, and I appreciate, you know, those words that you said to me because they warm my heart because it's it's the reason why I'm here.
0: I mm. Love it, love it, love it. So why why do you think that people are becoming more conscious today and now, like, for example, you, you are wanting to make a difference in the classroom. So for the woman who's listening, so Linda is working on integrating and implementing more of a self-care environment for the students where she is helping them realize how worthy they are and start practicing these things early on. All these things that are truly stress that you need to do with your kids, she's doing in the classroom, which I think is, I mean, it's as important, it's not more, because the That's kids it. are there most of their, you know, most of their days, and then it's practice and things like that, so they don't get as much time with their parents always, and some of them may be living with their grandkids. So why, like, how did this all happen, and are other people doing it too? Is this something just we're not hearing that teachers are doing, that principals are implementing and allowing the teachers to implement, and how, like, tell us more. <laughs> sure, I mean... Gosh, I hope so.
1: I hope that this is spreading um like wildfire because that's exactly what needs to happen. Unfortunately, I don't think that it's moving at the at the pace that maybe I would like it to move. Um, but I think, you know, these days in the last handful of years, what has a big impact on on the fact that there is more mindfulness taking place is is the state of our world as we know it you know um the mass shootings that have been happening and and not only in schools but anywhere you know and and the the crisis of mental health i think it's something that people are really starting to pay attention to um i don't know how much attention they're paying to it being done with the young kids I know that they're really trying to get it out to middle school and high schools which is absolutely necessary but when I spoke I connected Mm -hmm. to someone over the summer and um she lives all the way on the other side in California um and she her and I I mean it was like soul sisters you know we we talked uh, much like you and I Ivana when we spoke for the first time (laughs) it was like that connection (laughs) that instant passion for just wanting to to help and reach out you know and um she was talking about how she's implementing it in middle school and she asked me she's like so what do you think as how you know young can we go again kind of how your post was with your affirmation cards and I'm like as young as they can I just I am (laughs) like get them I mean literally pregnant mommies put them headphones around your belly and start putting some yoga music meditation and just really start, yes. <laughs> excuse me, creating it. You know, I mean, um, don't hold me to the numbers, but I want to say, up until like you know, kids are about six or seven, um, they they're just going with it. You know, they're they're embracing everything, and they're they're just acting. You know, upon what they feel, which is such an innocent and and beautiful way to be. Granted, we all need, you know, boundaries Mm -hmm. in life because that's what keeps us safe. But I think what happens when these kids start to make those kinds of decisions and start to learn that they can or can't do things, which is typically around like seven, um, they start freaking out and they start making these judgments. And Mm -hmm. if they're not getting those right conversations, those right, that right guidance, you know, is when they start to make false, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like false realities if you will you know i can't do this because then this will happen so i can never do that again you know or something as simple as um because this happened to me and my husband and i talk about it all the time dogs i grew up deathly afraid of big dogs i mean i could not even Mm. see one down the street without my body just completely starting to to tremble um and a lot of times what happens is that parents to protect their children, you know, they're they're telling their kids, hey, you know, don't go near the dog. Don't do this. You know, it's going to hurt you. And, and that may not necessarily always be the case, you know. So I, I think it's it's catching them young and really talking to them about how there's more to certain things you know, explore a little bit more, think about a little bit more, don't be so quick to judge, you know, don't be so quick to judge a situation or a person, you know, let's give everybody the space to to kind of open up and converse and talk to each other, you know, and and I think that if we, we start them at that age, they then grow up to be middle school and high school students who know how to problem solve and know how to take care of things in a different way and not In such an angry way know how to release their emotions and feelings so that we can have less cases of you know mental illness or 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 these children that don't find a way out you know what I mean so I think that you know the world is really starting to see how much of an effect that's having um on on communities and they want something to happen you know, So I know that at least the school system down here, they are really putting into effect mindfulness and bringing mindfulness training into, um, into our schools. And I've connected with fantastic people who are doing this um, and trying to bring this into the school as well. And it's just one of those things that I see starting to grow. And I'm just so excited to be a part of this movement where we're really just going to bring in this type of safe space for for our community our kids and and parents alike
0: yes I love it thank you (laughs) I love it it's so awesome so how like did you start this in your school or did you have somebody that you were collaborating with and then y'all brought it in or how did how did you go about this and if there are any teachers listening or anybody who is involved with the system what are some suggestions you would have for them like what could they bring in that you recommend other than like meditation and yoga obviously that that we've been seeing is right. The obvious right so um Gosh, my head is, is
1: going at a million miles an hour. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't even know how, you know, I can't pinpoint a time where I did this, I made this decision, and this is how it went down. You know, as I've evolved in my self-journey, right, in my self-love journey and self-discovery, I've learned the importance of of this kind of thing, you know, I, I find myself, you know, and I'm sure so many women out there can relate with me, where you're sitting there and I'm like, man, I wish I knew back then what I know now. <laughs> right. Like how many yeah. times have we sat there and been like, if only when, you know, granted, you know, everybody has to go through these experiences. That's how you get to where you're at. Um but I lost my train of thought. But,
0: um, yeah, you were saying that you, you got on your own journey, and as you evolved, you notice how right you, right you could have had it
1: back. Right, then. I, I started to, to really realize. So, what I started doing on a school level really was just kind of bringing it in. And, um, about I want to say five years ago, four or five years ago, is when I had opened my first tutoring business, and it was the first time that I was in my own space. And I really started to see the necessity of these families besides academically, you know, tutoring and and those kinds of things. I started seeing the other needs and I started bringing them into my space, you know, the little things like the, the meditation and the yoga and things of that nature. So, you know, I kept thinking to myself, man, you know, if, if I could only bring this into the classroom, this would be amazing. You know, think of how many kids year after year, you know, I can impact. And as I made my decision to go back into the school system, system, that's exactly what I did. My teaching just changed. You know, I worked with a teacher years ago and I learned so much from her because she would just sit there and tell me, you just got to love them. Just connect with them. And I would look at her and be like, you're so right. Like all they want is to be seen and heard. They want to be loved and they will respond. They will do the work. (laughs) You know, you have these teachers that may get all, you know, heated and and yell and this and that, and everybody has their own effective way. But I found that the more upset I got, the less they would work for me. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is not, you know, going down the right path. And as I shifted my perspective and I started treating these children, not like they're the kids and I'm the adult, more like, hey, I'm here to help you out they responded to that tremendously. And that's when I started to see a shift in in my teaching and their learning. And from then on, just little by little, I started to grow within my practice. And whatever I found that I can bring into the classroom, I did. You know, just this year, my latest addition is your affirmation cards. And they have been a fantastic (laughs) addition um, because it gets them thinking and they love to think about emotions. It's the most amazing thing. So I love having Mm. these conversations with them. I mean, I don't have a lot of time, of course, but I I do what I can, I bring it into the classroom as much as I can. And what I'm seeing um, are other teachers that are intrigued. You know, they're intrigued. And they're like, hey, you know what, what's up with your positivity? You know, it's like, hey, you know, Just look at it like this, you know, if anything, it's going to make you feel better, you know, and that's kind of the atmosphere, the environment that I try to bring in, not only with my students, but with my coworkers, you know, again, we, we work in an environment that can be very heavy, you know, and, and teachers become very frustrated. I mean, we're women, we're women for crying out loud. So we're going to get emotional (laughs) and things, you know, are not going our way, um, we're we're not quiet about it so I love that I can spread you know the kindness and sunshine not only in my classroom but but in my school as well so um I'm not gonna lie we, we we totally my brain started going and I'm not sure if I answered your question completely is that
0: kind of what you were looking for or did I miss something yes yes absolutely you you took us on a journey and you covered a lot so thanks I'm so. <laughs> it. no it's great that's great I'd love it because, yeah, I was thinking, so how do you have, how do you make the time to implement that in the classroom with all the different things you have to teach and you have the schedule, but you are, you're making time. You find a way to, to, to integrate it somehow and get, give the kids what they need. So that's so, so wonderful. Definitely. Thank you. Yes. So what is, what is, um, something that you've seen has been the biggest struggle in terms of what the students are dealing with right so what is the biggest thing that you're seeing is interfering with their performance and their behavior I know we're talking a lot about these things that you that you're implementing in the classroom that is helping but has it been anything like specific they keep seeing over and over and over again that is causing a problem in the classroom yeah these kids are stressed out.
1: (laughs) I didn't know what stress and anxiety was until I don't know what 20s or something. I mean, maybe in my high school years. I don't know if you can even call it that. But really, I don't remember stressing something out until probably after I graduated high school. And, you know, I have taught anywhere from first grade to fifth grade. And in the last Two to three years, I've noticed an increase in stress and anxiety amongst elementary, students. and it is heartbreaking. Um, it is so heartbreaking because I don't, I don't think that they deserve to feel that way. You know, it's it's not fair to them because this is this is supposed to be the most fun time in their life right this is supposed to be the time where they're just enjoying and making memories and and learning and discovering and they're stuck worrying about school about this test about where am I going what am I going to do how much homework do I have am I going to finish it am I going to make this teacher upset am I going to make my parents I mean and they're just constantly worried and there's there's a lot of dynamics I think in families these days that maybe didn't or weren't as common, if you will, um, at least maybe when I was their age and, and the generations before that. So kids are, are really starting to see a lot more of what's going on in their own homes. And that in itself is something that those are emotions they feel that they don't know what to do with. So they hold it, you know, because they don't know how to express it. And then if they don't have a release or if they don't even know, a lot of times, you know, I tell my students, listen, I just want you to know that I'm here to talk, if you need a conversation, if you need a hug, whatever you need, I'm here. And I just want them to know you have a release. There is an outlet for you. You may not want to use it, you may not know how, but know that it's available to you. Um, And a lot of times, geez, I mean, kids, adults, teenagers, anybody just wants to feel that they have a space to release. You know, um, that they can feel comfortable, that they can feel safe in that place. And um, I think that the hardest thing that I'm seeing is that that they feel anxious. They feel that they have to fit in this box. And I'm here to let them know that it's OK to step outside the box, that they're going to survive and be
0: great. Mm. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i love it because it starts at an early age and what do we see with grown-ups with all kinds of issues it stems from them suppressing their emotions and not working through their trauma so are you providing them that environment that space making them feel safe i mean especially if they don't have it at home i mean it makes the right. biggest difference right. in the world so it's the work that you're doing is so 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 important thank you Absolutely, absolutely. So another question. So how do you deal when you are going through something very difficult and you're stressing out or whatever it may be in your life and then you have to go in and teach? Like, how do you manage your own sense of, like, calm and your energy? How do you make sure to balance that?
1: Wowzers, that's tough. (laughs) that's tough i mean i have my days i have my moments right and 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 i tell them about it and and i'm not going to say that i don't go into a classroom at my wits end frustrated because things didn't go my way i had a crazy morning had an argument with someone or you know our day-to-day problems that sometimes you know just get the best of us and then here we have this kid that they just want to tell me you know everything that they ate on their plate for breakfast you know and I'll snap I'll snap I absolutely will I've done it I'm sure I've done it before I'm sure it won't be the last time either because you know like I tell my students I'm human but you know what I do when those situations occur is that I talk to them and I apologize you know if I and again I'm not going to sit here and talk like if I'm this you know queen teacher that's been like this for all 15 years no i haven't these are things that i've learned because i've learned um you know the the value of these kids you know and how they don't deserve to get my junk you know so when when i do that and i and i notice because now i've done enough work where i can realize where i've messed up and i'll tell them you know hey guys i'm sorry you know or, or one child specifically if i talk to them i'm sorry you know and and I'll explain to them, you know, we all have our days, but it's good to recognize when you've done something that maybe, you know, wasn't the best choice. And, and you go back on it and you talk about it, you know, that's how understandings take place and 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 relationships stay secure. And um, I let them know that a lot of times when I get like that with them, you know, if it's something that they do within the classroom, let's say I have to repeat myself 10,000 times or we went over this beautiful lesson, they take a test and they fail, you know, or they're not doing you know, their responsibility <laughs> and I get upset and I, and I tell them, you know, you have to understand that my sole purpose is to come here and feed you the information that you need, however that looks like. And if you're not showing me that same desire and return, it hurts me you know, and and I get emotional about it, you know, and but I tell them, I'm like, I love each and every one of you. I make sure to tell my students on a regular basis that word love. I tell them I love you. Because I think that there may be a possibility that some of those kids don't ever hear those words. So I'm going to make sure that everybody who runs through my classroom is going to hear it, because I need them to know that they are loved. And I think that in itself makes that difference. And I think they forgive me. I mean, I hope they forgive me, right? Um, they write me really cute cards and pictures at the end of the year. So I hope it works. <laughs> but besides that, those moments are starting to happen less and less in my profession, and my, you know, pedagogy, because I am more aware. I am more conscious of my emotions and what I let affect me through the work that I've done um, you know, and and obviously, you know, this doing so much work yourself and and the community that's listening, I'm sure knows this as well. Life is all about how we let things affect us. And, you know, for example, this very morning, I woke up to go to the gym at 5am and I had no power. And I was like, well, that's okay, we still have water. I forgot to remember that we need power to heat our water. And I took a very cold shower to get ready for work. So I was just <laughs> like, you have got to be kidding me. This is crazy. But you know what? What What is getting mad going to do for me? And this is what I teach my kids too. What, why am I going to get mad? What is I going to do? It's not going to bring my power back. You know? So I put on a sweater. I get to work. And I have a great day because I am in charge of that. So... I'm learning how to do that less and less and how to control that and, and not react to things um, that would normally maybe stress me out or, or make me
0: snap, you know? Yes, absolutely. So you're, you're living it and teaching it. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it. absolutely. And apologizing when needed. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously it's making a difference for the kids, but have you ever since you've been more consistent with this and really, really educating the children, I mean, the students about this, have you noticed like a difference in terms of how their parents communicate with you? Have you been getting feedback outside like that? Have you Have you noticed any of that?
1: I have noticed that um, parents
0: are, are usually
1: very pleased with me. You know, they'll come and tell me how... How much their child loves being in my class, how much they enjoy coming to school, um, and that's important for me because not a lot of kids like going to school. Um, so, one of the things that really stuck out to me uh, on a couple of occasions, actually, you know, me bringing in my my healthy habits to to class. So. I'm into, you know, health and fitness and things of that nature. So I snack all the time and I snack on healthy things and I bring it into the classroom. These kids don't eat lunch until way after their breakfast. I'm talking about my students, you know, have breakfast, maybe the latest at eight and eat at noon. So that's a lot of hours. I get hungry and I can't concentrate Mm -hmm. when my stomach is louder than my thoughts. So I don't expect them to eat So I tell my kids, you know, you can have you can bring a healthy snack. But the only thing I allow in here is a healthy snack. If you have a healthy snack, then, you know, and with that, you know, I teach them how to read labels. I mean, not in detail. I give them little tips like look at the sugar, look at the calories, ingredients, so on and so forth, you know, kind of in a very casual way. Well. It's something that does so well that throughout the class, you know, I have kids coming out to me, look at the label, look at this, look at what I found, you know, (laughs) and parents will come to me and tell me, you know, my child was doing groceries with me and they told me to put this back and they grabbed this instead and we grabbed. So through this casual snacking that I do in class, you know, to meet my needs, because I'm hungry and I don't want to eat in front of them without letting them kind of in on it too, because I know they're hungry, they're learning. They're learning to make healthier choices for their bodies. You know what I mean? So that stuck. One of the other things, there was a a year um, that I was teaching, and I I don't know what the case was or why, but the point was that I would go back to class and take a couple minutes to brush my teeth while the kids were settling in their seats, and kids took notice. Well, sure enough, I had kids starting to come to school and asking me, hey, can I brush my teeth? I'm like, sure, go right ahead. <laughs> and parents would come to me and be like, "Um, do they really brush your teeth? I'm like, I give them a minute, too, while they're settling in and doing, you know, their warm-up work and stuff. They have a couple minutes. They get up and brush their teeth after lunch because they know it's important. And the, the parents are like, I can't believe that. <laughs> so I've gotten great <laughs> feedback, random, you know, randomly here and there about certain habits that, that I start in class. But... You know, there's always someone that may not agree with something that I do. And I understand that's a possibility. But for the most part, I've gotten really great responses on on how, you know, the different habits and things that I bring into the classroom that are actually coming up at home.
0: Awesome. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> it's always good to have. <laughs> so, you know, you're on the right track. Yeah, so- Definitely. Can we hear a little bit about you? What is something that you have experienced in your life, something challenging and that you've been able to overcome and how are you able to do that?
1: So, of course, that's a definite work in progress, but what I've experienced um, more so than anything is the, how can I say? The lack in belief that I've had in myself—I didn't even realize um, that I had that until I really started sitting with the thoughts and and the and the situations that would occur that would really um, bother me or affect me, and and I started to learn how to sit with it and just ask myself why, and and it turned out that you know I. I don't trust myself. You know, I I don't believe in myself. I'm doing all these wonderful things out of the kindness of my heart because it's what fuels me. And it didn't really dawn on me what great work it is until somebody told me. You know, I think a lot of us, you know, women suffer with needing that validation or that acceptance from others. And that's something that I've dealt with for a long time. Um, I'm somebody that still struggles with making sure that I'm pleasing everyone and making everyone happy and that everyone knows that I'm coming from a good place, you know. And if for whatever reason they don't think I do, it's something that really, truly affects, you know, the way I feel, the way I act. And for a long time, I kind of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I kind of retreated, if you will. Hmm. Um, and I went into this mode of okay I can't say anything I can't go anywhere I can't do anything because I might mess up because somebody's not going to like it somebody's not going to like me I'm going to say something wrong because I'm someone that, that voices their thoughts and I'm someone who's totally okay with being vulnerable or, or you know speaking what's on my mind or asking questions you know because why not I mean we're all adults just be honest with each other you know but I've learned that not everybody's okay with that and I have to respect that um so little by little I've been coming out of that place of gosh that dark place right where where I thought I had to just stay quiet all the time to a place where I can stand on my own two feet and feel proud of who I am you know and feel very grateful for the fact that I've come a long way and I've experienced, Many things that I thought maybe were harsh or horrible at the moment, and and they were, not to belittle those situations in my life, but grateful for those moments that have me sitting here right now going, I needed to feel those things because now I know that what I need to do every day is wake up and believe in myself and believe in the amazing human being that I am. And that's something I I think, you know, that I've struggled with the most.
0: Yes. (laughs) Wow, that's powerful. Thank you for sharing that, because I know if not everyone who's listening right now has had at least one or two or three times in her life where she has experienced the same thing. And I know you're also speaking for me. So thank you for for being blunt and honest and vulnerable about that because there's so many women, I believe, especially as we are working on ourselves, especially when we are achieving great things and doing all these things for other people and getting so many accomplishments that we think that now we should be great. We should be healed. We should not have any issues at at all. Mm -hmm. And people think we have it all together. So you, Sharing that and raising that awareness, I know, is going to help someone listening to to just realize that, hey, you know, it's okay, but let me not bury myself in this, but it's okay if I experience that. So, what can I learn from it? How can I use it to help me move forward? And then actually exploring that, where does this stem from? Why do I feel like I can't trust myself? Why don't I believe in myself? Why do I want to please others and not myself? So that is definitely something and obviously this is stemming from childhood but especially with us women (laughs) that are always questioning ourselves and trying to figure out whether or not what we're doing is good enough right and in the midst of all that we can lose track of who we are so I really I really commend you for sharing that because I know it's definitely going to speak to to a lot of women that are listening thank you thank you absolutely absolutely so Let's 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 dive into this. I really want to hear because I know you have something brewing. What is something that you're currently working on?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited to share. <laughs> um it is a work in progress. I do have to say um, to you and, and to the whole community that's that's listening that you know the vulnerability that I just shared in part has really helped me transform. In this last year, I mean, I've been working um, on myself for several years, but this last year has been that year of just clarity and explosive transformation. And sometimes my head is spinning so fast, I don't even know what day it is. (laughs) And there are days where I just sit and I'm just like, who am I kidding? What am I doing? What am I getting myself into? Those are those days because we're going to have them, you know, it is what it is. But then, luckily enough, I do surround myself with a community of women that that helped me get out of there. You know, you have that support support system, you know, so I, I do have a lot of that. And I'm so grateful and thankful. And, you know. Some of those women just ignite the fire like it's never been ignited. One of those women, Ivana, being yourself, you and I connected (laughs) on that level, you know, what about maybe a month or so ago? Yeah. (laughs) Out of nowhere. I mean, that was just fate. I mean, that was the universe. That was God. That was, I don't know who, but it was just such a beautiful connection. And that made me feel and see so many things that, that I could offer. And I've been playing with the thought in my brain. And when I Talk to you for that first time it just came out of my mouth (laughs) I'm like this is what we're doing and I am really excited to say that I am working on a book Um, but I'm working on a book for children we're in the beginning stages and and you and I are going to collaborate on this and I'm so excited because the inspiration totally came from you know your idea of doing these affirmation cards for kids which I thought was just brilliant and I thought to myself you know gosh you know they need to know how to use these things let's write a book (laughs) and you were so excited and on board that I was just like this is it this is where it's at this is what's happening and you know I've been toying with the idea about writing a book for years I just didn't know you know it was just that feeling of oh I don't know there's so many books and what am I going to write about and what am I going to do and it just made so much sense when I spoke to you that I was just like this is it that's the feeling I had in my gut and you know slowly but surely um that's that's what we're working on that's the first project that that I I really want to get out um before the year's over so that's something that I want to do and um 2020 is going to be a big year. I know that everybody's going to start talking about it. And the theme at my school is the same, but I'm going to go ahead and jump on the bandwagon. And, you know, we're going to have 2020 vision next year, right? We're going to mm-hmm. have that <laughs> that perfect focus. And um, as we speak, you know, I am working with business coaches and doing business planning and things like that, because my goals for next year um, are huge, guys, girls, women. They're huge. <laughs> I mean um i am thinking about just bringing so much of this mindfulness messaging and self-love into the community um i'm still working on the details as to how exactly that's gonna look but it's gonna happen next year and it's it's gonna happen in a great way and it's just gonna blow up the community um in such a positive way that that i really hope that it reaches everywhere um, around the country and the world you know so I'm, I'm really looking forward to to what's for what's to come but the book is you know that that first big project that I'm I'm super excited about getting started on yes
0: so am I, <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait it's good I can't be. wait and yeah. I love it that you're bringing it up because it's like sometimes you don't know who you're gonna meet and not only you know may it be a great business opportunity but you can make you know, a lifelong friend. So yeah, it's awesome. Oh, Sometimes we get stuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing.
1: What we were talking about a little bit ago about you know my struggle with, um, trusting myself and believing in myself. A lot of that has to do with, with reaching out to strangers, um, because you know it's that idea of oh my god, what are they gonna think? You know, am I gonna say the right thing? Am I not? Am I you know? Because it goes, it goes there in our brains, right? So. I remember when you posted, you know, about your, your kid affirmation cards, your children affirmation cards that I was like, this is up my alley. I got to reach out to her. I don't know her from Adam, but (laughs) she's going to know me now. And, and I did, and I reached out and it's just been such a great connection that I thank myself every day for being brave enough to, to put myself out there and, and practice, you know, what I'm, what I'm learning as far as believing in myself and, and, you know, believing that I had something to offer as well. You know
0: what I mean? Absolutely. You sure do. And I'm yeah. so happy that you did reach out. Thank you. It would have been a, yeah, it would have been a tragedy. If yes, you didn't. I agree. So. <laughs>
1: I agree. A total tragedy.
0: <laughs> so, well, I'm super excited. And I know whoever's listening is too, because I know you have inspired them, her, whoever's listening so much, especially with this, Like how you're able to, even though you're so busy with your students, you still have this vision and you're still working on a business and you're still here sharing all of this. And, you know, I love, I would love if you would come back once these projects have, you know, (laughs) they've been been completed. So we would have you back and then you can talk more about that and some bigger things that I know you also have planned for next year so. We'll have you come back and share all of that, but it's definitely been amazing hearing you share all of this, how you are, I mean, truly, truly integrating the importance of caring for yourself and other people and bringing that into the classroom and being a living example and showing that you it's okay to fail, but let's get back up again and uh, building a community connecting with people getting out of your comfort zone all these different things that you're doing that is you know a true example of a woman who is successful and who's loving herself right and may not always be perfect but it's a journey for a reason definitely
1: (laughs) definitely and hey you know success is constantly changing that that that's relative to your situation and your current goal that you're working on right because once we meet that goal
0: what are you going to do? Stop there? No, go for the next goal, you know? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, definitely, well, thank you so much for coming on here. I was wondering, so if somebody is having any questions, wants to reach out or follow you on social media, where can mm-hmm. they find you?
1: Sure, absolutely. So, um, I have a Facebook that they can find me under my name Linda Garcia L Y N D A G A R C I A. And I do have an IG account as well, an Instagram account, which is Linda L Y N D A G
0: 21. Perfect. Perfect. I'll make sure comes. I I um I link it too so they'll be able to click on it. Thank you. The episodes. So Linda, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all these wonderful things. I'm so grateful that <laughs> you decided to come on here and share all of this. It's been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be able to
1: to share my my message with with everyone, with your audience. Yes,
0: absolutely. We'll we'll talk soon again. Sounds great. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.